This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. There's a friend of a friend. <laughs> a friend of a friend that we know. You just walk around and stick pins in your friend. No, there's a friend of a friend we know. Last... Uh, what was it? Last fall, we stayed at a cabin. Uh, Maggie and I stayed at a cabin with our friends, and this guy came. He was a friend of theirs, and he helped you know cut the cost of rent in the cabin. And this poor guy, he's about 342 pounds. He looks like Chris Far, the late Chris Farley. And this guy, he works for the DOD actually, um, big time alcoholic, and he was home working. Uh, remotely, and and he was telling me how he drinks all day, and he works for the DOD. DOD is a developer, but he runs numbers, and he it, it, what his system does is it puts quotes together. They're like quoting uh, missiles, and I said, no wonder why we're getting charged like eight hundred dollars for a hammer because you're the guy home drunk working on this. This guy was so deathly afraid of COVID before the boosters came out. He had gotten seven jabs his wife's a nurse he told us she doesn't know she would be really upset with him but he literally he said he slept with uh, pillows between him and his wife to make sure it wasn't going to pass over it's the first few months of COVID. he got two moderna original jabs two johnson and johnson's two pfizers and then there was some other one so i like said a porcupine yeah he actually like printed up and made a fake id to get in under different <laughs> names and stuff so this literally seven of them before the boosters you came know out. what he did the days between the shots he was drinking no <laughs> uh, well he was drinking yes but you know what else he did he well, went to his acupuncturist oh yeah yeah, yeah. So he, he's like one of those guys that needs to have things stuck into him um, on a regular basis plus he has three cucumbers he yeah. carries the, la- the last time we ran into him a few months ago and i said to him <laughs> I said, uh, well, first off, I told him to stay back because I knew he was yeah, probably know, legion. But he was telling me. Fumes I, are coming up. I'm not, I'm not even kidding you, though. He said, you know, the, I only got COVID twice since that. And he said. So it's working then. I guess it's working. Yeah, and he said, I, I know. And he said, I was only sick one of the times for like four or five days, the other right. six or seven. And he said to me, could you imagine right. if I didn't, I didn't have, have the seven it. jabs? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's what they believe. Yeah, it's like a car hits you. Can you imagine? I broke my leg in two places, but can you imagine if I didn't get hit with the car, what would have happened? Yeah. <laughs> you asshole. It would have been fine to be playing basketball the next day. It's, I mean, it's outrageous. Uh, so, anyway, and this, so you have, now you watch a lot of mainstream news. I don't. My audience doesn't really either. So, you have you heard anything on Fox or anything like that with any cases like this going on? Is anybody suing or anything uh, going on? Or is it people forget about COVID already? Is it over? No. Um, and over well, here on this show, it's known as well, COVID land. The high school theater production, that's what we call it, because just, it is a high school theater production. Just this morning, Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, this very morning on Fox, which I was watching in my hotel room, they had two doctors on, one of which is Marty, I forget his last name, but he's a great guy, he's real sharp, he calls it the way it is, and they're talking now about what's going on in uh California, plus this RSVP and the other uh, pediatric wards being filled and this and that. And uh, they, yes, they were talking about COVID. They were talking about um, that it's totally, completely, uh, 100% ridiculous to wear any mask unless it's a, a regular like N95 and it's a, a professional mask because the cloth masks don't work. Uh, but uh, California right now is contemplating. They've just made uh, an announcement that ma masks are uh, requ um, not required, suggested, and that they're right now they're on the border of whether they're going to re-mandate them or not in California. So that's why Fox had these doctors on talking about what's going on. And one of the doctors said that um, a majority of the, uh, was it RSVP or RVP, um, respiratory virus? RSV. Yeah, it's pretty kind of pretty significant. But basically it's something that as an adult with a healthy immune system is nothing more than a cold. But for older people and babies, babies no. without immunities, it can be rather significant because they have constricted um, respiratory systems and so there could be problems. But the um, a lot of these Pediatric wards that are filled with kids right now are more from the R RVP or RSVP. Or RSV. RSV. Yeah. Yeah. From that and not COVID. That's what these doctors. Now, these are guys that are calling it out the way it is. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there is like three or four doctors, uh, one of which is actually from Yale. And he's been on yeah. for the last year and a half on Fox. And I, why he hasn't been fired for, by Yale, I, I can't imagine it. But, like, when I watched, you know, Fox uh, with uh, uh, Sean Tucker Carlson and the three the three biggies and um, uh, Jesse Waters, this guy I've seen on probably 15 times, and he's from friggin' Yale University. And he's an epidemiologist, and the guy's real sharp and real smart. And he's called it, like, just the way it is. Totally against the grain of what everybody else is saying. And he's still at friggin' Yale. I'm saying, holy Christ, this guy must have connections. His mother-in-law or somebody must be like, 
you know, the president. We call those. those yeah, are, they haven't been shot and fired and arrested yet. Those are called controlled opposition. He's there pushing something else. So? Yeah, they walk you into a trap on the other side. So if, if they, what they do is there's a lot of those guys. They made COVID real by pretending to be against certain elements, but the job is to still, still sell COVID as real. So you put an opposition out there like Trump. He's yeah. totally full of shit while he's yeah, selling that, the vaccine. Yeah, that's easily overcome. I yeah. see what you're saying, yeah. but but that's no, their purpose. I, 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 that's their job. Well, that's what they get paid well, to do. Well, I, I can't say that about those guys because all three of these guys so far, everything they have said, because I've been watching Fox for years, but everything they have said starting two years ago all the way up to now has come to fruition. It's, it's true as far as how the jab No, there, no there was no one on Fox two years ago saying that the jab wasn't going to work and what it did what it did. That no, They no, did no, not I, start releasing I, that. I, Mike I, Moore I, was I, doing that two and a half years ago. Tucker didn't start didn't that say, until Fauci said this. You're and, talking and, about and, the talking heads. I'm talking hmm. about the doctors. I, I, in other words, these doctors, these see. Three doctors that are not, they don't come on as a group. They're totally unrelated. They're in three different parts of the country. What I'm saying is yeah. their analysis and assessment of things that have been occurring as this virus evolved, each of them with whatever the subject was at that particular time, they wouldn't be on every day or every night, not like Fauci. They'd be on, you maybe see them once every three weeks or one one of them would come on two weeks later they'd be talking about new mandates and this and that everything they've said so far that i've heard them say about masks and about uh about um uh, covid does not you know that the that the vaccine it does not make you immune right. and that there's a difference between no. immunity but you but you already well, caught they, yourself. they've been correct about it you already caught that, yourself you see I what the, no that's I what have trust in them their, their purpose as controlled opposition was to do just what you said you just said they predicted <coughs> all the variations of the virus and what it did. The virus is never real. So they, their job is to well, sell either, the illusion. Either, either way. They're sell selling, the illusion. illusion. But the illusion that they're selling is the one that I like. Put well, that's the illusion. That's what they do. The illusion, there, there is no virus. Now, and I, COVID is just a word that... Yes. That Fauci's uh, youngest granddaughter made up. No, it was made up three months earlier during event 201 that was hosted by Johns Hopkins and the Bill Gates Foundation. That uh, And now the next virus they have planned is for 2025 under Spars Pandemic. You can look that oh, what's the name of the Spars Pandemic. That's their tabletop exercise. Yeah, they already ran on the 2025 virus that they're going to release. They've got to have shit to keep you in Keep well, they do. Right now is Russia-Ukraine uh, wrestling act. Um, now, let me ask you this, because this is an important question here. So your gra grandfather, Willie Corolla, yep. right, he died with cash in his pocket, cash in his wooden chest, some stock certificates, owned his house and owned his car, yep. and he had a three-car garage full of broken-down metals that he would trade well, basically like stocks. broken-down metals. You're talking about the guy had several thousands of dollars <laughs> yeah. back at that time. Well, he would trade yeah. scrap metal. Right, he would trade it like stocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you look in the newspaper. Now, let me ask you. He did not, this is before the days, he did not use a computer, the internet, have a cell phone or any of that that kind Correct. of stuff so uh, let me ask Nor you did he use electric trimming shears <laughs> exactly now right. technology overall plus or minus on society who my grandfather no i'm asking you was he was he plus or? no no i'm saying technology overall 
Is oh, it a plus please. or a minus on society? Well, I'm sure Willie died with all that in his pocket. <laughs> That's before the days of technology. Um, let me tell you. Right now, the harm that it's doing to generations and generations yet to come could very possibly outweigh, very possibly, it's a pretty, right now, a close call, but we're going to know more. But as dynamic and un- unbelievably tremendous certain technologies are, the harm that it's doing to society could pretty much almost overcome the good that it's done. It's hard because you have to you have to segment it into sections, into little pieces. What type of technology are we referring to? So you take MRIs and CAT scans and this and that. Phenomenal. They find things that would have never been found years ago with x-rays. Okay, so that's a technology that's helping and curing and saving and letting people live longer and spend more time with their grandchildren. But then you take that friggin' screen that everybody walks around with in their fucking hand and it totally takes them away from their family and the real world that's around them. That is the most, and dopamine's their brain to death. That is the most harmful thing in the friggin' world. Um, It just, yeah, it's great to be able to figure out who Hume Cronin is when you can't think of the name of the guy who played in Cocoon. So you push three buttons and there's his picture, right? But look at all the harm it does when 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 it when it involves other things. When it involves um, a family being together, whether it be Disney World, a ball game, or in the car, and everybody's not together. Right. It's like it's. If you give me subject by subject, I can tell you, but I, I have to say that it's definitely, it's definitely doesn't help society 100% and maybe not even 50% if you consider the the negatives. Yeah. No, I would say the negatives far away. Look at social media, how it's ruined people, totally yeah. ruined people. They're totally fixated on looking at themselves on a friggin' screen all day long. Instead of getting up off their ass and doing something for themselves, their family, their country, their dog, their cat, their grandmother, you know, no, you know, look at that screen. It's a, it's like an addiction, man. It's like crack cocaine. Yeah, I mean, it's designed to be that way it by designed, the people that created it. It is designed mm-hmm. to do that, diabolically so. And they're collecting data on everyone while you're Without doing. Without a doubt, and God only knows what that's all going to turn into. Oh, they already admit that. But the, but individually, I can see. Okay, yeah. Okay, we're going to market you, Braziers, and you. No, they, they admit it's, No, they've no. already admitted that's no. not what it's about. No, no, yeah. that, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yuval Noah Harari you know, admits uh, at the highest levels it's about how to, it's all designed to hack you and control you. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, well, that's exactly right. That's the little short term, like follow the friggin' uh, light. That's the little short term to make you think. Oh, well, that's all they do, so they can market you and this and that. No, 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 no. When you compile all that data all together in, in mass groups of people and this and that, you could actually forecast and predict human oh, yeah. behavior and and, 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 and and travel patterns and, and major giant issues uh, considering like politics and this and that. That's an issue, but also travel and, and weather and food. 
you know, food shortages, water shortages, utility shortages. Well, you just track all that yeah. data. I don't have the capacity. Well, think, think about Google Maps. Google Maps was actually started, Google Earth and Google Maps was started by the CIA with InQtel money. That's their venture capital firm. This is all admitted to right on their web. I mean, it's not hidden. They all It's open knowledge. Uh, so when people are getting in their car, 80% of which now their GPS is run by Google Maps, either on their phone or Google Maps powers the GPS that's inside your car, people just assume that that is getting you from point A to point B. Yeah. But it's not getting you from point A to point B. It's actually the entire traffic patterns of the world are now operated by the United States government, just like the United States controls through NASA all of the flight patterns of planes. So people go, oh, it just gets me from my uh, house to my sister's house. They're actually routing oh, through artificial oh, intelligence the, 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 where the you go. Part. Yeah. Okay, okay, that I understand. Yeah, that's all run by the government. So right. when people get in their car and just think they're interacting with some gps on their phone that's all controlled by the government the traffic patterns where you're going and everything that's all comes right out of right the government right. um you know so it, right, it, people trailer, don't even realize that right though. but the, okay and, and 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 that probably applies to uh, well, about 95 percent of what you're going to say 89 95 <laughs> of the people but those of us and i'm in no way near technologically astute at all. But I know that it has its own reason for giving me something that I think is free. I'm not naive enough to think that I'm getting something for free. So I offset that knowing that I'm giving up something, but... I make a choice. I don't care what I'm giving up because I think the reward is better than the loss. So when my navigator in my car tells me to go a certain way, I also know that I'm holding the steering wheel. Right. So that would scares now. me. For right. now. That's, that's <laughs> but, but all the mapping and driving uh -huh. you've been doing is being recorded on the other end, right. which is helping them develop the AI uh, to create I, the I, autonomous I, vehicle. I, that's the trade-off. That's yeah. the part I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm willing to give you the little bit of information mm -hmm. how I got to Juliet's today yeah. to get my fucking grinder. Yeah, listen to okay? this. If that turns you on, fine. But you ain't turning no. my steering wheel. No, check this out. You want to hear something real creepy? I don't know if you've run across this yet. But I know you had a situation with a bank that wanted you to download an app. They're trying to force you into it. But yeah. So Maggie today, uh, my wife, she gets her uh, six-month Geico bill. And it was like $140 more than it's been for the last 10 years. So she calls up Geico today. And she says to them, what the hell's going on? They said, listen, all the mechanic shops, everything are going up in price. Prices of uh, parts are going up. So we just had to raise it by whatever it was, 20%. She said, well, you know, she knows the game. She goes, is there a way you can do a discount? You know, is there a way? I've been a loyal uh, uh, customer for the last 15 years. And they said, well, we can give you $49.99 off, $50. But you have to download the app. I'm not kidding you. And allow us to track you everywhere you go, what you do, the places you go, and monitor you for three months. How about a and then job? depending on where you go, then we might lower your rate. So it, it, now, just so everyone knows, you can, most people you say that yeah. to a person. Yeah, but most people that use their phones regularly, their smartphone, know this already. 
the app, any app that you download, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Geico, your bank, they're tracking you at all times anyway, and they have the right to do it. And when you download a new app, Apple, and I don't know this on Android on Google's phone because I don't have one, but Apple will say, do you want to share all of your information with the app company or would you like them not to track you? And you click, I like. Now, if you go look that up, it does not mean that you're saying you're not allowed to. You're just saying, I'd like them not to. Right. But they're still doing it. Right. And this is how the app companies are trading you, information. Your preference, but they're not taking from you a yes or no. Right? Exactly. Right. They're just asking your preference. Thank you. Of course, of course, the lawyer that wrote that one paragraph. Yeah. They probably he probably works for a law firm that they paid ten million dollars to for just for that one project that month. Yeah, well, it it, it came out not too long ago that Instacart, the uh, America's biggest grocery app, the one I used to work for, what they do is they're actually tapping into one your camera on your phone in your car and two the microphone and it's constantly running through artificial intelligence and transcribing what's going on so if they decide that for whatever reason you're distracted or you're racist or whatever it may be they can ban you from the app you won't even know how it was done it's because you're driving around letting them spy on you constantly they also know people do this thing called multi-apping where they'll have instacart doordash uber all running because it's not busy enough anymore so people work three or four different gig jobs they know when that's happening, and if they catch you doing that, they'll ban your account. Because oh, they well. want you to be a sol- solely, uh, solely aligned with, with theirs. Yeah. yeah, but they don't. They can't enforce that, so they enforce it. And but you're you're not. an independent contractor, so they can do whatever they want to. Right. So and then you know, so it's crazy. But then on the other side of it. You know, you have the Democrats in certain states pretending they're for the worker and they're going to enforce these companies to hire you as an employee, which is going to be even worse because then you're going to work for Instacart delivering groceries for minimum wage at $7.12 an hour. Somebody else is going to shave the profit off the top and put it in their pocket. And they're going to lock you at 32 hours so they don't have to give you health insurance. So we're stuck in this damned if you do, damned if you don't culture. I mean, I've talked about it on the show here. This is the danger that we're in now, because I talk a lot about the history of technocracy, which is ruled by the scientists and engineers. You have such a large portion now of this country, 56 million people as of one or two years ago, it was actually the pre-COVID numbers, are in the gig industry, either part or full-time. No, 56 million people are working either full or part-time. So that's the whole like service industry. They're moving into this gig work. Then you have all the creatives, graphic designers, artists, selling stuff on websites like Fiverr.com for almost next to nothing. It's like race to the bottom. Then you have all the live entertainment, like the stuff I used to book. So you take uh, artists that I would manage now are on websites trying to sell their service. You have people renting their houses on Airbnb. You have people renting their taxi services on Uber. You have people like me and uh, Mike doing podcasts, and we've got to syndicate it through big companies like Spotify. At the end of the day, there's such a huge portion of contractors that are now consolidated under these little tech companies. But when you look behind each of the tech companies, they're all owned by the same exact people. So you have a huge workforce of people now 
making money off the tech companies, they can now regulate you, throttle you. How do you know if you're sitting there waiting to get a graphic design job at Fiverr.com that they didn't just decide you're not making money this week? Like when it's all hidden behind algorithms and artificial intelligence, imagine with your work, if you were starting to be a PI today and everything relied on you joining a website called PI.com and hoping lawyers, and you're sitting there all week going, what the hell, I made 2000 last week. How did I not make money? See, the thing is, when I was a cop and worked in that environment, so say there was like 415 or 430 guys on the job, you knew who was fucking you pretty much because they'd have a they'd have a bat, a name tag on, and you knew it was quote unquote the lieutenant or the captain. In the world in which you just described, you have no friggin' clue. Right. And that person could be a one-eyed dwarf sitting in friggin' Taiwan, okay, on a porta potty, and he just fucked you, and you never know it, and you know, you know, and that and that's scary in and of itself. The the one thing I've said, and for some people, it will never make sense because they've grown up in this environment and they're younger, and this is all they know, and and and, and as I knew. Index cards, legal pads, Rolodex files, paper clips, staplers. That, that's the world I grew up in. Uh, photographs, which are pieces of paper <laughs> with pictures on them. Um, that's the world I grew up in. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll go down doing that because my brain works in that fashion. Your brain can function both ways, but people younger than you's brain functions in only one way, those screens and those buttons. But... For me, to this day, I still walk into a lawyer's office. I still look at them. I'll drive like 20 miles to pick up three pages of an accident report and an intake sheet and this and that. Well, it's got two or three purposes to it, but not necessarily is the reason I do it, but it's one, personal contact. Two, I actually get to see and talk to the friggin' people that I'm working for. Four, they know I'm alive. Then I'm not just like uh, letters that pop up on their email, okay? Five, they know that I'm still standing up and I don't have like a, a major disease uh, and, and this and that. And it creates a bond, a contact, a com, uh, and 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 that's just the way I will always work. And I find it sad that that world that we that existed since way before cowboy days and settler days, and you know, in the revolution and this and that, that world has disappeared overnight because of this technology. And I think it's extremely friggin' dangerous. Like I say, you can sit here and do a podcast right now and push buttons and lights and cameras. And, and, oh, that's cool. That's, like, really unbelievable. Like, if, 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 like, a cowboy was sitting here right now from, like, 1842 and he saw what you're doing, he would think that you're on Mars and he was drunk on whiskey. Okay, because he wouldn't believe it. But look how much we've lost by doing that. All of those things that you were talking about, the vulnerability that you were just explaining, how the consolidation of all of these digital impulses moving across global spaces mm -hmm. can control a life. Breathing, 
human being with a heart that needs to make money and buy food and have shelter and and pay for energy and make you disappear over friggin' night because of what it is you think you're good at was just a dream. Fucked up. Yeah. My grandfather got up every morning, ate his fucking prunes, drank his black coffee, smoked three cigarettes, got in a truck, drove to the friggin' house, took the ladder out, 85, 90, 95 degrees humid, worked all day long slamming those shears together, built biceps on them like friggin' huge, drank his friggin' beer, got the guy came home, put the money in his pocket, my grandfather got back in his truck and went home. He accomplished something that day, and he knew what he accomplished. He could go back and look at it. it the hedges were all trimmed. His sweat of his shirt was wet, and the money was in his pocket. And with that money, he bought things, and he went to Florida, uh, you know, many times, and, and you know, did, and bought house, two houses with cash. That was, that, that was life. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, like, what do, like, what are we trying to attain with, with this new world that we're in? Like, where are we going? Where are we heading? What, what, what's better than what my grandfather did, even though he did it in a crude, quote-unquote, primitive way? Everything he needed, he had. Everything he, food, you know, my grandmother, grandchildren, a family, you know, a truck, his beer, you know, on a regular basis. Everything was there. Like, what more do you need? You know, unless you plan to be like a multi-billionaire, which none of us will ever be, you know, one out of what, friggin' 500 million people might be a billionaire. The rest of us are just regular working people.